Hello, everybody. This is your boy, Voodoo Priest, man. This is the first episode of my new series called Karma. I know you guys are going to be so excited about what I'm going to be talking about because you guys know I always give everything with a little twist and make sure that I do things that nobody does. And the reason why I decided to call this show Karma is because I want to make sure that people own up to whatever it is that they do wrong. We are victimizing ourselves too much about what other people do to us that we forget about what we do to others and why we pain or what our children or whoever is going to pay for the things that we actually do, but we never want to take accountability for the things that we do. And this is the reason why I decided to do this series. I have Teresha on the line right now. She hit me up on Instagram. I made a post, and she said, I want to be the first one. I got so many messages from people wanting to be a part of this interview. And like I said, this is the first episode, so you guys are going to hear a lot more from other people. Well, I have Teresha right now. This is the first episode, like I said. Teresha, what's going on? Um, thanks, Voodoo. Thanks, Voodoo Man, for inviting me on your show. Um, I'll, what I want to talk about my form of karma, and karma comes back many ways that most people don't understand. And I want to share my story to remind you that don't ever think that the piper don't come to pay. And just remember this, if nothing I have said on here, you're going to pay on the front end or you're going to pay on the back end, but you will pay when the piper comes to you. Um, I'm going to start off with my story of a form of friendship, betrayal, and infidelity. My daughter, Natalie, who I told you about, is a part of that form of infidelity. I, um, her father is a part of this karma. I started talking to her father five years back because she's five. I met him through one of my, well, my ex-best friend, and I started, started cheating on, started being with him and started, you know, cheating on my, my best friend with him, like talking behind her back. Kissing him behind, kissing him. I even, I even slept with him in her bedroom. Oh wow! Now, yeah, that's dirty, first class dirty. And and trust me, I knew that that was wrong, and it was wrong. Don't get me wrong; it was just that I felt like because we were doing sneaky stuff behind her back, that I would not get caught. And I didn't really think that karma would come back to me. Okay. I'm all yeah. I must also tell you how karma works 360 ways too. I end up getting pregnant with I end up getting pregnant with Fafa. Mm-hmm. Um, six months in the relationship, I had found out that her father was married. Okay. So not only was yeah, not only was he cheating on his wife, but he was also also cheating on his his because she was still his girlfriend at the time. Then she finds out through one of our best friends that I'm pregnant with, pregnant with his baby. The karma that, how that came back fast forth to me was that um, I end up cut, I end up cutting him off. I end up letting him go. And um, we stopped talking for a long time until I had fat fat because I did not like the fact that um, I did that. I lost a good friend for being dirty and sneaky because that is foul. You are not supposed to fuck in your best friend's bed. That's out of line. And out of order, and she still has not forgave me. And the reason why she have not forgave me because it was a baby that was produced out of that. Okay. 
And I, I feel awful. I feel bad that I did that. But I also can accept the fact that she would not forgive me. And if she sees me, she do not speak to me, which is fine. I get it because I was wrong for doing what I was doing. Um, a couple of, um, we're going to, we now we fast forward to 2021, the situation I'm in now. I met this guy named Daniel Terry. Um, I had started talking to him for a couple of months and then he moved in. He was paying my bills. He was doing different stuff for me. Come to find out he was sleeping with the girl, my neighbor who I've been talking to in my face downstairs in apartment eight. Okay. Yeah. And come to find out that um they had they had been sleeping together since the whole time he moved into my building. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Funny how somebody smile in your face claiming they're your friend. But the whole time, you know, they they sleeping with your man behind your back. So let me so ask that, you a question, Teresa. I'm sorry for interrupting you. Like, this sounds amazing. This sounds like a Jerry Springer show. Let me ask you this right here. Like, uh, I want to I wanna go back, and then I want to fast forward a little bit, because I know the audience and myself, we, are, I want, we have a lot of questions, and I want to make sure that we are as thorough as we can be so that way, you know, we give – than what it is that they actually want when it comes to this particular show. So let me ask you this. So you, were, what you're saying is that you ended up, you had a, you had a friend. Was this friend your best friend, or that was just a regular friend that you had? She was, she was one of my closest best friends. Like I, only, I only have four. Only she, and she, and she was one of them. That was one of my, one of my closest friends. Okay. So now let me ask you this. What made you? I mean. Just, I just want to know what made you do that, and also how was your mentality at that point before you started realizing that karma actually watches us, watches us in every single moment in our lives. So what made you actually just uh, say to yourself, you know what, let me go ahead and go, So I mean, let me go ahead and sleep with him, let me go ahead and deal with him knowing that he was already committed to one of your friends. Well, he wasn't really committed because he was cheating his wife with her, mm-hmm. but he was, cheating, he was cheating on his wife and your friend with you. Mm-hmm. So what, yeah. made you, what made you just actually do that to your friend? What made you actually do that instead of you saying to yourself, let me find him, uh, somebody else, let me just deal with somebody else? What made you do that? I guess I felt like at the point, and somebody probably, so I probably get a lot of digs to this, but this is my, this is how I feel. It's not an opinion. It's a fact for me. Um, at that point, I had got out of a bad relationship. I was lonely. And I felt like because he was the first man that gave me some genuine affection, I took it and ran with it. Having that, that mentality, the first man that showed you some form of kindness, because, you know, phoniness, let's put, let's say phoniness, because that's what that is, that I ran with it because he was also giving me money. He was also letting me drive his cars. He was also paying bills, too. So that also played a part with me, too, something that he didn't have to do because that stuff was already happening. He didn't have to do any of that for me. But I ran with it because I felt like if he can do this for her, he can also do this for me. So that's another form of jealousy. Yes, yes. Um, and and I I was wrong. That, yeah, and I am glad that you're saying that because you're recognizing your, you know what I mean, your wrongs, and a lot of people are not able to actually do what you're doing. So I don't know if you are dealing with some type of healing or if you've been through some type of healing yourself and dealing with this spirituality that is helping you understand and become a better person. 
So now when you were doing that, let me ask you this, going back those, you know, five years ago, at that moment, were you feeling guilty or you were nonchalant about everything that you were doing? Um, what took the cake for me was that I'm six months pregnant. I got this baby. I got this baby, and now you're telling me that you married. Um, when he told me that he was married, he was telling me only because he was married because his wife knew one of my friends. Not yet, yeah, knew one of my friends. So eventually all of that would have came out. And what she knows about that fact now, you know. Um, but I, that's what made me end up stop talking to him because I found out that he was married. Um, he, he act like he was hurt that I left. I didn't believe that because I had found out that he had been messing with, he was, he was talking to another woman too. So, um, we didn't, after that, it became bad blood between me and him because now we, now we got fat fat. Um, me and, me and my, me, me and my friend right now, we don't talk at all. We don't speak. I feel bad that we still don't. Even after five years, I understand. I can't be mad or hold bitter grudges that she don't want to forgive me because that was something dirty that I did, and I was not supposed to do that. Um, little do, little do she know, I'm paying for my karma now. Um, I'm going through something right now that I'm paying the piper for. Oh, absolutely. And, absolutely. Um, with that guy, Daniel, my situation, my oldest son has autism. Um, he has a lot of outbursts. He has a lot of, um, cause I can't understand him. So he ended up going to the hospital, um, last month on the eight, on the 18th. And mm-hmm. Daniel ended up, um, I ended up, I ended up telling him I didn't want to deal with him anymore. When I came home on the 20th of August of last month, he had robbed me. He took $500 for me. He cleaned out my he cleaned out most of my apartment, took all my children's things because I went into the hospital by having a slight stroke. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, he went downstairs and brought my furniture downstairs to the um the lady in apartment eight. So you're talking about that you saw this is the new guy. Yeah. Okay. Now let's go back. I'm gonna still go back a little bit and we're gonna fast forward because this is getting good and I know I still have some questions from the past and then we're gonna come back to the future. So okay. present right now. So what happened? I, I just want to know. So were you concerned? What what happened with their relationship? Did he leave her? Did he actually break up with her? Did they break up? And you were just concerned about him being married, or were you concerned also that he was with your friend? Or your main concern for you to leave him was that he was married? I was also the main concern about the fact that I betrayed my friend. I had a baby by this man. Not only was he messing with you, me, but he's married. Um, I did feel bad eventually because, and the reason why I felt bad, because my aunt told me something. She said, Risha, I get it. You was lonely. You was desperate for dick for whatever reason. You was, you was out of line because she would have never done that to you. And if, and if y'all all felt, you know, most of y'all that usually friends, all, you're not her real friend. You, all of y'all, my, and my aunt told me, y'all some sneaky, low-down, dirty-ass bitches. You deserve everything that you get. But you know what? You will pay for that. And karma going to come to you in the slickest form. And don't yeah. be surprised that it's going to come back double for you. But what I would like for you to do is apologize to your friend. Don't be mad if she don't, if she don't receive you well, because that's some dirty. Then you, then you fuck that nigga in her house. Yeah. That's some dirty shit. 
The only reason why that bitch ain't, you know, she said, well, the only reason why that bitch ain't came for you because she knows you will give her some goat. Believe that. But she would have never done that to you. And I just thought that was dirty that you that you did that to her. Even fuck with that nigga. And she said he a clown-ass nigga for even fucking with you to even do that to her. But, but he never really cared about you or her. And the only reason why he dealing with you because he got that baby. <laughs> wow, that is that is crazy. So let me ask you this. Five years, ago, uh, five years ago, were you as spiritual as you are right now or you were just getting into the culture? I wasn't as spiritual as I was now. Um, I, I have always heard about karma in my family. I just because I never really did dirt to people mm-hmm. or think about being because I've never really been jealous. It was just that whatever hold that was on me, I don't know. I I just know in my heart that I, that was some form of jealousy and pettiness, and I was jealous because I felt like my friend had more than me at that time. That's what that was. And I should have never been envious of her because I could have done better than her. And I just should have never, I should have just never did that because I lost a good friend behind that. Um, Even if she see me to this day, she do not speak to me, but she looks at my daughter. Because if you see her, she she looks like her father. Mm-hmm. Looks just like her father. And he not denying her. You know that's his daughter. His wife do too. <laughs> So do you guys live close to each other? Does she get a chance to see your daughter? I mean, that you guys both live. Yeah. You guys live in the same neighborhood. Um, we well, I did live in the same building as her, but I have other friends that live in the building, so we periodically see each other because her godmother stays in the building, so she sees fast that a lot. Mm-hmm. And then you know, her father, she has an older daughter. She stay down the street, so she goes see her sister. So it's not like. They don't, you know, nothing is really connected. Wow. So we're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna go back because this is not only uh, about just dealing with karma and you understanding what you have done. You know what I mean to to herself, and not only what you have done to herself, but what you have done to yourself. Because by you being able to talk about this, that tells you right there that you do have principles. You know what I mean. Sometimes we do what we do, and we don't even know. And sometimes this is how we learn. We learn how to actually grow in our in our in our journey, and be able to ascend. So by you be able to recognize it as the first step. So I'm pretty sure that you also looking for healing. You know what I mean? That you really want to be able to actually just tell karma. You know what, karma? I know that you're there. I know that I'm paying for everything. But you want to come in good terms with karma, so that way you can move forward and be in a better situation. Now moving forward. Because I want you to have a con- I want you to have a conversation with this woman too. So I totally agree with your aunt. I really feel like you need to have a conversation, even if she doesn't want to talk to you, even though she ignores you. But I think it's time for you to actually let her know, you know, how you really feel now and how you feel about everything that you did and everything that you're saying right now on this show, so that way she understands and that way you are able to move forward, so that way you don't feel guilty anymore about what you what you have created. Now moving forward. How do you meet this new guy? Because it seems like you actually coming into some type of pattern. Like when it comes to relationships, you had that guy that was dealing with your friends and he was married and now you're dealing with this guy that is actually, you know, you paying your karma by ex- exactly the same thing that happened to your friend is happening to you right now. So how are you? Oh, I, I want to go. I want to ask you that back in a little bit because I want to know about your relationship and why you continue to uh, attract this type of men into your life. 
But how do you meet this guy, the new one? Um, I had met I had met Daniel. Um, I was actually coming from the store. He stopped me, and he probably had already been watching me because um, the neighborhood that I was living in at the time was a small set. He could he could have been watching me because men do watch you and they do prey on you. I will say that. Um, we talked for a little bit. We talked on the phone, probably like six months of us talking. Um, he lost his place. So I said, well, you know, then as long as you come in with the rent money, you can come and stay. He, yes. he, he, gave, he gave me $200 for a down payment. He made sure he brought in food. He did work a job because he was working with a moving company at the time. Mm. And um, we was doing really good for a long time. My kids really liked him, but the whole time I have, you know, I have found, I, I knew suspicious that he was cheating on me. It just wasn't as clear. Mm. Um, one of my neighbors had told me that he had seen him with the, he had seen him with the girl Sade in apartment. And I didn't say anything because I don't go all speculation of what people say. I have to see it for myself or I would prefer you to tell me. Yes. Um, come to find out what happened last month was, like I said, my son Trayvon, he had a, he has autism, so he can't speak verbally. He had a real bad outburst where um, me and him really got to physically fighting. So someone called the police. Okay. Um, I, had, I had like a slight stroke, so I was in the hospital. I come back August twentieth. My door is unlocked. My furniture is gone. My TV, five hundred dollars is gone. The whole he brought all that stuff down to that girl in apartment eight. Wow. So Yes, when I talk about Yes. That is crazy as hell. So, you know, he took advantage. Basically he was just being an opportunist. Yeah, he's been an opportunist. And but that was my karma. You know why that was my karma? Because I was really you know, she was the neighbor in my building that I really talked to because I didn't really talk to anybody when I had moved from my and I had stayed in Edgewood for where most of my best friend was for almost 15 years. And I moved out of the building because of too much commotion between me and Ray Mill and me having Fat Fat. So I decided to move to keep the peace because Fat Fat Farmer, he, was, he, he wasn't talking to her anymore, but he still had to come to the building to come see me because that's his daughter. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I can't cut her off. I got a baby with her, which is understandable. It's just that there was no relationship going on between me and him. Right. Um, I don't, um, now the current situation I'm in, I'm in a homeless shelter. I'm in an apartment building a homeless shelter because I live in D.C., if anybody know me. Mm -hmm. I'm getting back on my feet. But I had a dream, and I want to say this, that the voice told me, I did this because I wanted you to get your karma back because I need you to understand that you're going through a different phase in your life. You're growing, you're progressing, and I need you to keep continuing going. Had I not had this karma come back forced to you, um, you would have went a different route. So I need you to, I do need you to grow up, and I do need you to learn how to move on and progress. Um, I am progressing, and now that I'm in this situation where I am now, I don't like where I'm at, so I'm not dating anybody. I'm not talking to anybody. Teresha is working on her. Um, yes. I'm not looking to be with anybody. Um, I'm not looking to go back and forth with anybody. I'm really focusing on me and my kids and getting myself together. He was my karma. It just it just came back ten times because of the dirtiness of the level that I went to the extreme hurting my friend, something that I should have never done. If I could take it back, I would because that should have never happened. I don't even come from a family of doing that. 
My mother was really disappointed in me when she found out I did that. And she told me you was wrong. I can't believe you out of all people would do something like that because it's something she would probably expect out of my sister instead of me. Yes. But um, I, don't, I, 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 don't talk to, I don't talk to Daniel anymore. That was it. I changed my number. I cut him off because that was really dirty how he cleaned me out. Yes. Yes, really dirty. Uh, there's no going back. Once I leave, I don't go back. It's just that um, I'm learning who I am as a person, and I'm learning what to attract, what not to attract. But another thing is God is teaching me that I have to work on myself and not worry about other people. You need to focus on you and your kids at the moment. And at this moment, a man is not what you need to be focusing on. And a lot of times, even some of my girlfriends I hear, and my sister said this to me, you're nobody if you don't have a man. And it's a lot of women that feel like this. And I know, I know girlfriends that are willing to let their husbands, boyfriends, husbands, baby fathers stay in their house, working two jobs to keep them, still have babies in the house. Take care of them and their kids. And I had one of my girlfriends told me, Risha, you sound like a real fool. If, even if you got a piece of man, you got a man. Don't be giving up your man just because you got because you have low self-esteem or he's treating you like shit. If he dead with you, he with you. But how can you say that if you're the one working a job? How can you say that if he out here cheating on you and making babies on you? How can any of y'all say that if he's not promoting you or helping you? Like a lot of us are staying with men because we don't want to be alone. Or a lot of us don't want to get ourselves together to progress as women. As you get older, you have to cut back bullshit. You have to learn how to grow. A lot of us don't want to grow. We like to be in the dark for some odd reason. And, I, and as I'm getting older, I'm going to say this, and this may, this may hurt some people. I'd rather see the bitter truth than living a beautiful lie. And the reason why, because a lot of times you see a lot of people in relationships on Instagram or in real life. I know plenty of women that be posing for the gram, and they niggas in here outside babies, still cheating on them. Them bitches sleeping alone at night. All of that. Just so they could save face and say, I got a man. Or get married just to say, I got one up on you, bitch, because I got a man. But the whole time, bitch, you're still you working by yourself, taking care of your kids. The nigga don't come home to you every night, cheat on you, talk shit to you, just so you could say you got a man. Don't you feel like that has something to do with the, with your upbringing? Don't you think that that probably has to do maybe because of a lack of a father? Don't you think that a lot of, this, uh, a lot of the reasons why a lot of women and a lot of men, too, they actually go into yeah. relationships that they don't want to be in, that they know for a fact is not healthy for them just because they yeah. don't want to feel alone? Yes. Well, my well, my mom um, is a serious, real black, independent woman, and she's always been, if I heard. And my dad didn't want me. So I, I could tell you that my father told me to his face that he never loved me. Um, so I saw me feeling some kind of way about um, having a man in my life. I always had mixed feelings because I always felt like if I do get a man in my life, He's not going to treat me right because I was not taught how a man's supposed to show me how to love me. See, a lot of women get lust and affection confused. Yeah. You get yes. it confused. And a lot of us don't understand because we're not taught by men. Um, I'm still growing to learn what true love is. But when I'm learning the most that true love is, it lies with my kids. Yes. yes. Um, I, Yes, I'm even accepting the fact that I may be alone for the rest of my life. It's just that now I'm getting older, I have some pride, and I've been hurt too much, that I don't want to date anybody, and I don't want to be in relationships because I feel like people, even some women, 
some people have selfish motives. And my pride now as I'm getting older, it's taking a toll on me. So the love that I'm getting and receiving comes from my kids, and that's who I'm putting my love into. I'm deeply hurt by a lot of relationships that I've been in. And with that, that father, that was my own karma for putting myself in a predicament that I didn't have to put myself into. So I produced my own karma from stupidity, jealousy, and ignorance. It, it is. It is what it is. But for, uh, you have to understand that even though it was something that, I mean, that is karma. I'm pretty sure that that's something that karma is actually getting you back and got you back. At the same time, I want you to work on a few things. I want you to work on yourself like you are working. I want you to continue to work on yourself because the mistakes that you have made and the mistakes that you will continue to make, not saying that you are, I don't want to put that into the universe because I want you to start understanding yourself because I don't want it to get to the point where you get involved with somebody else and then you, even though you're growing as a person, you continue to, uh, you continue to pull the same type of relationships. And one of the things that the reason why you felt lonely and you say what you're saying about your father because you say he told you that in your face, you were looking for validation from a man. So you haven't been looking for a man. You have been looking for a father. Yeah. Without you even knowing, you've been yeah. looking for a father. So you're going after what you already know, and that's actually how your father treated you. So you are, you know what I mean? You were doing, you, you, you thought that you were looking for happiness, and happiness was there for you, but you were looking for validation. So now what I want you to, uh, I want you to do, I don't know if you're willing to do this, I want you to actually see, I'm going, I want you to do that. I want you to talk to your friend. I know that, like you said, your friend uh, sees you, don't want to talk to you, even she might curse you out. You have to be able to accept it. You have to, whatever I comes, have, you have to be able to. I have, and I, 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 I did try to talk to her. Um, two, I did try to talk to her two years back, and she, she didn't cuss me. She just said, "Risha, I don't feel comfortable talking to you. I don't ever want to talk to you." And I, I did tell her I apologize. She said, "Risha, I just couldn't believe that you would do that." And I told her, I, and I told her I was wrong. But she really, if, if I um went to go drop fat fat off at her godmother um two days ago. And I did see her. She was she was talking to um a lady named Miss Beatrice. Miss Beatrice, she spoke to me. She said, "Look at Fat Fat. She's getting big." And I did speak to her, and she did not speak to me. And when I did try to come up to her, she walked away. So, um, I I that's me accepting um how how she receives it. Um, and I right. think another thing she's mad because she's looking at Fat Fat. Yeah, she was able to actually keep him mature and telling you that she can't believe that instead of actually get, you know going crazy. But even if she doesn't wanna, even if she doesn't wanna talk to you because she already addressed that, at least can you can you can you do something? Write her a letter. Can you write her a letter? And now if she reads the letter, fine. If she doesn't read it, fine. But I want you to just come in turn in good terms with karma. And I feel like that's one of the reasons, uh, one of the ways that you are going to be able to clear that karma because by you addressing it. What you're doing is you're actually clearing it. By you clearing that karma, what you're doing is not only you're growing, but you're keeping karma on your side because now from now on, you know karma is watching you. So every single decision that you make, mm-hmm. you already know that karma made. If, if you didn't do that, you wouldn't even probably know what who karma really was, and you're very well aware. So I think you should write it a letter, not for either, even if she doesn't read it, so that way you are able to move on from this type of situation. Your karma is already paid. You already paid that, and after you do that, I want you to have a conversation with karma. I want you to talk to karma. And even if you have to write a letter to karma too, you go ahead and write a letter to karma or just have a conversation one-on-one with karma and be like, look, 
I know that you are, you did this. And like you said, you heard a voice, and that voice that you heard, that was Carmen yeah. actually speaking with you. And you have to be able to actually. Call me by my real name, too. <laughs> yeah. So to, yeah, so you have to be able to come clean in order for you to be able to move forward. You need to actually seek some help because obviously there's something within yourself. you got to grow so that way you can find a relationship. I don't believe that you are going to be single or you're going to be alone for the rest of your life, that you're going to be taking care of your children. But by you healing and being able to address this with your friend and with karma, and the moment that you actually bump into somebody, I don't want you to jump into any type of relationship. You know what I mean? I want you to get to know these people and these men before you even decide that you're going to give them that opportunity. You know what I mean? Once you work on yourself and you start loving yourself more, that's not going to happen because somebody who loves themselves, they're going to be able to actually want to get to know that person or whoever they're dealing with to know if that person is a possible somebody that they might want to be with. It takes time. This is not something that you can just jump and just decide that you want to be with somebody just like that. Because in the beginning, there's no such thing as love. The beginning is lust and is infatuation. Yeah. So you have to be able, you have to be able, you have to be able to do that in order for you to actually grow. So now let me ask you a question. Let's say that if you had a moment to actually have a karma or if you bump into karma right now, why would you tell karma? Thank you for teaching me a lesson. Thank you for giving me an experience to learn um, about who I am, what I am, and how to grow as a woman, not a person, but as a woman. Because I'm learning things about myself that I did not know about myself, and experiences is teaching me to grow and understand things about myself that I did not know. And it's also testing my strength of how I'm going to keep going on. Um. Karma also has also taught me that time, it doesn't have a limit. See, you think that you're getting away with something. And also, karma comes in the slickest form. It does. Yeah. That's, that's does. also karma taught me. Don't ever think that you're getting away with anything because karma don't, don't have no time. We do. And time tells everything. And that's why I say when the piper comes, you will pay. And ain't no and getting that, around it. <laughs> and ain't no getting so around it. That is so and I'm true. paying for and I'm paying for it now because now I have to start over my life. Like I'm starting over a journey. Um I just turned thirty six this year and I'm starting over. So that's what I'm talking about. Um it's teaching me a lesson and experience and it's making me grow and it's keeping me to strength, but it's also telling me, you be careful what you do out here because I'm watching. And I'll never want you to think that you're getting away because you're not. And you treat people how you want to be treated. And those who do dirty to you, you may think they're getting away, but everybody everybody gets the pipe of called on them. And it may not be when you want them, but it's a set time and it's a set limit. And karma is eating my ass up as we speak now because I'm starting over. I have no place to live. I'm starting over. I'm saving up my money, though, so I can. Yeah. Um I'm working a part-time job now, and guess what? My kids see my karma, but you know what they say, Mom? At least we still have each other. That's the only thing karma has not took away from me is my kids. Hey, and you have, and, yes. and you know, yes, and that's good that you're saying that. I'm sorry for interrupting you. I'm glad that you said that because now you understand that, you know what I mean, by you addressing it, 
I'm pretty sure that you have made, you know, some type of connection and you are, you know, karma is watching you. Like my mother used to say, you know what, people think that karma is going to pay. You're going to have to pay when you die. You pay before you die. You're going to pay before you die, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get around it either. And some people, and some people feel like, some people in this universe feel like as long as they're in the dark or they think they're not being seen, you are being seen. There's always somebody watching. And for that voice to come to me and tell me that, that was a wake-up call for me. To, that also made me feel even worse because even me telling my mother that, and I felt even bad telling her because her disapproval. Now, she forgot about it now. Mm -hmm. But for the voice to come and tell me, even my aunt to tell me, that even made me worse because they didn't even raise me to be that kind of woman, to do nothing like that. And my mother told me, too, that, that, that Daniel Terry was my karma, and she said, you had to get it back. It just came back a little harder because you had to learn a lesson. Trust me, lesson learned. Hey, now you can move on, your, move on with your life. Now you can actually start all over again, but now you're going to start fresh. Now you understand that no matter what, you understand that karma is watching you, and this is the reason why I wanted to create this show, because a lot of us, we are out there doing things that we should not be doing, thinking yeah. that karma, yeah, we're thinking that karma is not watching us, and we're like, oh, fuck it, you know, because we're being, we're looking for, you know, we're just thinking about ourselves, we're being selfish, we're not thinking about how other people might feel about the things that we actually do. And like you said, karma is actually going to get you. And if it doesn't get you, it's going to come up to your children. It's going to come up to your yeah. grandchildren. And that's why we have yeah. a lot of generational curses, and we're paying for a lot of this. Mm -hmm. and don't understand why. Yes. <laughs> hey, and if anybody is listening, don't ever think you're getting away. You're going to pay on the front end or you're going to pay on the back end. But you will pay. And guess what? Karma just don't come when you want it. It comes when you least expect it because it waits on our time. You're not getting away with anything, nothing that you're getting away with. And, and, and as, a human, as human beings, we have a short time on this planet. We have already very little joy as it is. Why can't we treat each other with some form of love and some form of respect? I don't think that. I agree with you, Tricia. I agree. I mean, thank you so much for participating in this. I'm pretty sure that you got a lot of people and a lot of women that can relate to you, and I'm pretty sure some of them are going to be like, oh, my God, that's exactly what I've got going on. That's exactly what I've done because we always got people that can relate to some of the stuff, some of the good stuff we do and some of the, the bad stuff that we do. But the, the first thing is is to recognize it. By you being able to recognize this, karma cannot, you cannot say, oh, karma, I didn't know. You are well aware who karma is, and I'm pretty sure your life is going to get better and better and better. You're going to treat others better. And every, from okay. now on, every single time anything like that happens, you're going to think about it before you actually make a move about anything. It doesn't have to be with a relationship, anything. You're going to be like, oh, mm. already. Karma is one of my best friends right now. So you have made karma one of your very close friends. And I just want to say once again, thank you so much for being able okay. to be so, yeah, being able to be so open being able to address what's really going on, being able to take responsibility. And once again, for uh, everybody that is listening, if you're not following me on Instagram, make sure that you follow me on the Voodoo Priest Man. And if you're not subscribed to my YouTube channel, go right ahead, 
and get on it and subscribe. On to the next episode, your boy, Voodoo Priest, man. Okay. And Voodoo Priest, thank you so much.